0: among us, uh, just lead us into truth. Uh, open our hearts, soften our hearts to Your voice, and, uh, and bless us, God. We want to go from here a blessing. So, God, would You move among us? Amen. Um, right, I'm going to talk about um, a few things, but uh, about friendship, really, this morning, and God's offer of friendship to us, and. Um, just as a little bit of a backdrop really I felt that God's uh, God started sort of leading me on this little subject uh some months ago now last year and and, and at that point to be honest I was on a right downer I, I mean I, I I was in a period of real depression to be honest i had been for months I, I had all manner of disappointments around me I couldn't really seem to push through and um and thankfully you know God was very very real to me i had good friends around me and and god started stirring my heart and encouraging me again and uh, and i remember quite clearly i was praying one morning it was a sunday morning and and i just felt desperate for an encounter with god and and not just not just the you know knowing some truth that's always good but i was my heart was like god i just i really need you today i need you this morning and i don't want to just to go to church and to be doing church i'm just not interested in that god i need you this morning and um and and thankfully uh strangely enough god met with me and 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 it began actually before i'd left my home before i'd even got out of my bedroom as i'm as i was reading the word some of that became really true you know some of his word became really my heart in a in a fresh way that really spoke to me and um and I'm just going to share that with you, if that's okay, and, and, and you'll see where we're going. And uh, I began actually in, in Ezekiel 36, where it's interesting, Jim's talking about the building and all of this that's in front of us as a church together, and this whole thought of uh, restoration, renewal, how it's a blessing beyond us, beyond this city, beyond this nation even, and, and beyond. And, uh, and, I was, and I felt the parallels almost as, as I was reading Ezekiel, Because um, this is what God says to Ezekiel, and he's talking to the nation of Israel at the time, who had been having a hard time. They'd gone away from God, and strangely enough, were having a hard time as a result. Um, But this is God's word to them, he says this, he says, for I will take you out of the nations, I will gather you from all the countries and bring you back into your own land. I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you will be clean. I'll cleanse you from all your impurities and from all your idols. I'll give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I'll remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I'll put my spirit in you. I'll move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. And then, then you will live in the land I gave your ancestors. You'll be my people and I will be your God. I'll save you from all your uncleanness. I will call for the grain and make it plentiful and will not bring famine upon you. I will increase the fruit of the trees and the crops of the field so that you will no longer suffer disgrace among the nations. And it's interesting, I read, read that and, and in parallel, like we talk about the granary and all that we're asking God to do here in this city and among us. And, and I read it a bit like this. It, it seems to me that the promises of God for Israel back then, for their restored inheritance, actually, it, it began with a deep work in people's hearts, in the people of God. It began with a deep, deep work as God promised to cleanse them and put a new spirit in them and do something in their hearts. And, uh, and, and I, I kind of... I kind of that, you know, the big picture excites me. It really does. I, I, I get moved by, by a grand vision. I, 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 that, that gets me, that does. I think, yes, I'll, I'll go for that. I'll sign up for that. But all of these things often, I don't know about you, but for me, they, they, they tend to boil right down to, and actually, Dave, what's going on with you right now? Does, does anyone else ever get that? You kind of it, it always lands back on our laps, doesn't it? And we think, okay, what about me right now? And what's, what's on my plate? And, um, and thankfully... You know, I, I read things like this and I think, well, look, look what God's got on offer here. Look at his promise of friendship to a bunch of people who basically are getting up to all sorts. Israel were doing all manner of things that was far from God, but God was still holding out his hand saying, do you know what? I've got more for you. I've got this promise for you. Come with me. Do you know what? Look what I will do for you and um, so I, I take that as an encouragement for all of us wherever we're at we might feel like we're cruising with God we're going on good we might be somewhere in the middle and we might be feeling like oh what, what did I just do that for this morning again and that might be where we're at why am I struggling with this sin still but you know what God's promise of friendship is there for you no matter which camp you fall in his hand is open called, and you say, come with me do I, I want to cleanse your heart because I've got big things for you be part of a big picture. So I was also inspired by, by the example of Moses. This one man, never mind the big picture of a nation, Moses. That was the other bit that I read that morning. So I was, I was feeling a bit down myself. And, and it really struck me how, what that offer looked like to Moses. You know, off, uh, Moses, I mean, he was, he was a refugee living in the desert a murderer on his own and god appears to him as a burning bush a bush that is on fire yet doesn't seem to be consumed and god spoke to him from that it's a, a really wacky encounter do you know what i mean i mean it, it, it's not normal and god took him from that place this guy a refugee a murderer with nothing to to, to become the man that stands before pharaoh making bold claims of what his god's going to do to be the man that like jim said led, led a nation through a sea you know he led a nation into the promises of god like pursuing god and and the journey of his life it took him from that place to being the man saying do you know what god i've seen all that stuff that you can do i've seen you lead us by a pillar of fire pillar of cloud but do you know what if all that powers insig- into insignificance alongside knowing you with me. I just want you. You know, you know it, it, it describes um, him as the man who, who would talk face to face with God. And his face shone, like physically. You know, it tells us that his face, he had to cover his face because that's, that's how he looked from having time with God. His face shone. Think, oh, that's, that's exciting, isn't it? It might be a bit weird walking down the high street, glowing, But but I think there's something in that for us, isn't there? Do you know what I mean? Time of God changing us changes us, doesn't it, from the inside out? Um, So that's just by way of introduction, okay? And um, so first of all, I want to look at this: God calls us friends; He invites us into friendship. And I'm I'm just going to throw out a few characters from the Old Testament very quickly. a new friendship with god and we're just just as a little yep it's in the bible okay start at the beginning right at the beginning adam walked with god in you no shame and and I, what i find that exciting you know, that's a context for a really good healthy relationship isn't it i'm not talking so much about the nakedness we don't have to do that right now but we can know no shame before god because of Jesus Uh, that's a really good place for a friendship isn't it when we've got friendships with people where there's no sort of secrecy there's no things that we want to hide back there's no funny feelings no shame oh it's brilliant and we see here as well because I mean at that point we see God's been at work as a creator he's made Adam he's made creation all is well so before you know God was like a creator before he needed to be a healer before he needed to restore anything, there's God and Adam. And there's no shame. Everything is well. Um, moving on from Adam, we see, we see another character, Enoch. Um, bit of a random guy because he, he gets just a couple of me- mentions. But, but this sticks out to me. It says he walked faithfully with God. And, and in Jude, in the New Testament, he's, he's recorded as a prophet. Um, which to my mind, I think, well, there's a guy who walked with God. He knew something of the heart of God. And, and he was a friend of God. What, what a great thing. There's not much else about him other than he was a friend of God. Um, Abraham, like we all know of Abraham. And, and what really strikes me, these verses, we know of Abraham this. He trusted God. It was credited to him as righteousness. But what I didn't know is, do you know how many times it says that in the Bible? Abraham and those, that, that kind of quote. It's, it's four or five times. I mean, I mean we get it in... Um, Genesis, Romans, Galatians, and James. They make a big deal of this point. Abraham trusting God and receiving righteousness, being right with God as a result, on the back of what? His trust. I, f- I find that amazing. What, what, you know, what a deal. Moses, we've, we've mentioned Moses a bit. He talked face-to-face with God. I mean, what a thing. You know, what, what a thing. And, and, and you see how... Um, that kind of rubbed off on those around him you see like Joshua he's kind of his second in command if you like well Joshua's recorded as as the guy who stayed by the tent where the presence of God was everyone else goes home but there's Joshua he he, he wanted to be close to God too he, he got something of that from Moses I'm sure like Moses the man who face to face with God represented the whole nation um moving on D- David david we all know this of david the man after god's own heart okay we also know david did all manner of other stupid things as well but what a thing to be remembered for man after god's heart you get samson samson what i mean what a rogue really but but look how God used him do you know i mean there's this there's this okay yeah god's saying yeah come on i'll spend time with you yeah there might be that going on but come with me look what we'll get up to together let's spend time And we get to um, we get to Jesus, and uh, we've always got to get to Jesus somewhere, don't we? It doesn't take long to get to Jesus. Um, Jesus came, and, and 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 part of his mission, if you like, could be you could say it's all of his mission, was about restoring God's plan A. God's plan A that we saw at the beginning with Adam, no shame here we are, he's creation, let's be friends, let's enjoy it together, Um, Jesus said things like this, Um, I'll call you friends, not servants, you see it in John 15, he talks about, uh, I'll call you friends before anything else, forget all this stuff that you might think that you want to do for me, no, I want to be your friend, I want to walk with you, I want to talk with you, I want to hear all about it. I want to be with you in all of those things that you're going through. And it's, it's a bit sad, really, because you read through the Gospels, don't you? And you, you hear about the Pharisees and the Sadducees. It was sad, you see, because they just didn't understand this. They just couldn't get the, the offer of friendship available to them. You know, they, they built up the culture of, do you know, what? I'm going to do this for God, and I'm going to tick these boxes. I'll keep every letter of the law, and that's going to be how I present myself to God on the back of my good behaviour. And Jesus says, no, I'm, I'm just not interested in that, lads. You know, sorry, but um, you've kind of missed the point. The point of the law wasn't that you tick the boxes. It's more that, no, look, come be connected with me. Yes, I'm holy, but God's holiness actually is something that he invites and welcomes us into. Have you ever thought about this? It just really struck me that sometimes we can almost view the holiness of God and... Uh, Please hear me right. I don't say this in any sense irreverently. But it's not like a force field designed to keep us away from him. Okay? The holiness of God is something that he rejoicingly, is that a word? He brings us into in Jesus. He says, come right in. Be holy as I am holy. In in, in Corinthians, it talks about, you know, in Christ, we become the righteousness of God so that we can represent him to the world around us. That holiness of God, I'd say it with all reverence because I don't dismiss anything of pursuing holy living for one moment. Yeah, there's there's a call on us to live out lives that represent something of that holiness. But that's not the criteria by which we come to God. Those boxes we tick, that good behaviour has got nothing to do with us and our friendship with him. Not for one minute, and we can very... Sorry, I'll get excited, but we can easily slip into that i I, i've done it we can slip into the well yep i'm doing this i serve on this team and i do this and therefore i'm quite good and before we know it we can be so busy doing those things we forget to love the person in front of us and we miss the point we become just like the pharisees and you know and i I kind of feel sorry for them in a way because they love the word of god They, they love the word and yet missed it um before we know it we can slip into that kind of servant mentality where it's all about what we do for him and we know what paul says you know rubbish consider that rubbish compared to knowing god Isaiah talks describes it as like filthy rags um you know and we look at jesus and we say, no look look all of his teaching his instruction all hinged around uh, how we can grow in our friendship with god and with other people um and i guess You might have guessed that's kind of what I want to encourage us in this morning, that we can be friends with God. And it's an outrageous, impossible possibility that we can be friends with God. And, you know, like the promise to Ezekiel, where he says, you know what, come to me and I'll purify you. I'm going to renew your heart. I'll give you a heart of flesh that knows my heart too. That's God's desire for us, that we be purified and know his heart, that he'd his spirit in us that we can bless everyone around us um, it's wonderful to think that I'm safe before a holy God on account of that promise because you know like all friendships they require a bit of work don't they and, and effort and, and you know when we consider the holiness of God and his holy heart it, it's quite challenging because I think well there's God's got a holy heart he's holy in a way that I can't understand and, and I know my heart I know some of the, the darker bits, the bits that aren't quite right, the bits that I'm still working, God's still working on me. And, and sometimes they don't quite line up, but I, I can feel very safe in the promise that, do you know what, God calls me his friend, he's promised to do a work in me, and he'll bring it to completion in Jesus. He's not going to abandon me. He's going to keep bringing me on. He's going to purify me. I can keep saying, God, oh, purify my heart. And the promise of God is he will. The promise of God is that he will meet me. I'll move on. So God calls us friends. We're safe. We can come home to him. Let's get involved with God's plan A, being friends with him. On the back of that, when we're friends with others, how about this? Is the you know, the two great commandments. Love God, love your neighbor. And uh, let me say, like, I think this when we're friends with others it releases something of the power of the kingdom of god god's kingdom come that we read about in the in the gospels that jesus talks about do you know what that is unleashed if you like through our friendships um and, and it's a really amazing thing like good friendships are ones where we feel safe able to be ourselves be free from pretense and i'm, I'm just going to share a couple of stories about some friendships I've had, uh, some good, some not so. I'm not an expert at being a friend. Some of you know me well, so you know that. Um, but since I've turned 30 recently, I now have a couple of, thanks Mark, uh, a couple of stories. Um, and uh, so where to begin? I'll start with Jim, It's my friend Jim. Okay, when I, when I first met Jim, uh, it was at a Bible camp that was I never would have dreamt that I would have ended up at. Uh, I was, my life was a mess I weighed six and a half stone I've been just living a ridiculous life, I've been doing all sorts of stupid things for years I was a proper junkie, I turned up at this thing not really knowing what to expect other than actually, I went, I went there expecting judgement if I'm honest, I, I thought it's a churchy thing and people are going to look down at me and what I found actually Jim, others people who cared for me spent time with me didn't judge me helped me um showed me friendship and um and on the back of that i met with god changed my life sorry <laughs> um yeah i i was loved and and i met with jesus and you know i went i went to that place you know, like i say with with a real habit i, I came home clean And I I never withdrew. I never suffered any withdrawal. I I mean, it was an amazing thing. And that felt to me like, well, that was God showing me, you know, you weren't just hypnotized when you went to the weirdy Christian thing. Um, No, that was for real because I knew I should have been ill and I never was ill. Um, God met with me and showed me a bigger picture of my life ahead and promises that he had for me and for others. Um, Which is amazing. My friend Jim... Um, and, and do you know what, what struck me as well that was really funny in that is how when I got my first Bible coming home from that place and I thought, right, what's God's going to say to me and the very first verse I'm going to open this and what's God got for me and it was a quote in Acts 15 verse 16 and it says this, it says after this I'll return and rebuild David's fallen tent and I was like, it's my name, my life, fallen tent it was a mess, God's going to rebuild it and it said this. It says, "And I will restore it and rebuild it, so the remnant of men may seek the Lord." And it's just like my life. It's just—it was amazing. Like the goodness of God. God speaking right into my situation, knowing me, my name, my life. That was the word of God. Um, um, years on, I, 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 you know, I moved on to move to Birmingham. Started, you know, putting life together a bit. I was working as a plaster with another guy called Sean. Now, Sean was a good friend of mine and he, he he was going through all sorts uh when I first met him he had two kids um and struggling battling for custody of his children uh their mum was all sorts of craziness going on and uh, we worked together Now he, he was a bit of a drinker Sean and um you know and and it was it was messing with his life and uh but we worked together. We did silly things together. So the small group I was in, we, I used to take them along. We used to go to um, barn dances with my mate Sean because I think he went to barn dances, which was a bit weird. But I'm sorry if you're into that. But because I think he liked a girl there who organized it. And it was all of that. But so I took my friends. We'll go and be friends with Sean and we'll do the thing Sean does. We did, we did that kind of thing. Um, and... Uh, where i'm getting to i remember this i was sitting in his lounge one day and he was like dave i've just had enough of this drinking i've had enough and we talked he knew i was a christian but he, i didn't really sort of preach at him too much but um he was more into the like the buddhist thing and, and all of that but dave can you just pray for me i'm, I'm just fed up with this i'm like yeah sure no, i'll pray for you and i i prayed my best prayer i you know it wasn't i don't remember anything happening the walls weren't shaking uh but to this day he's not drunk since and, and, and I just think, wow, it's just amazing. I just look back and think, well, out of that friendship I had, God blessed him. God moved in his life. He's done something that he remembers that day. Um, I've got another guy who's funny. It's, it might be just plastering. So if you're not a plasterer, sorry, everyone. But I think it works for everyone. You don't have to be a plasterer. But um, there's another guy who recently uh, I've been getting, getting to know over the last year or so. And uh, to the point where, um, what is it? it was probably a month or so ago, he, he started. We started doing bits of work for him, and um, he's thrown. I mean, a ridiculous avenue of works opened up for us. I mean, we we're doing okay for work, and we are. Yeah, we've, we've generally we've not been we've not been short of work, but my friendship with this guy, uh, it's the work he's been giving us. It's literally doubled the size of our business what, I mean, it's, it's a stretch I've got to do some of this work I've got to make it happen I've got to employ other people uh, make things happen but this is, these are Steve's words Steve's words to me is Dave do you know what the only reason I'm doing this um, I've written it down because I don't want to get it wrong and it's his words the only reason I'm doing this is because you're a Christian and every Christian I've ever known has been really good to me do you just think that's I think, please say that again can I just hear it one more time, Steve? Every Christian I've ever known has been really good to me. Um, uh, and, and so our friendship now, I, I get texts every couple of days, and it's, what about this happening in the world, Dave? What about that? What, you know? It says this in the Bible, it's that, and I, I, I can't really keep up. Uh, um, but, but I'm excited by the friendship that, actually, it's not just Steve getting blessed, we're getting a blessing too it's like God's there's something of God's blessing coming through in terms of the work that's provided we talk about granary and well is 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 there provision coming this way um through work coming out of nowhere I didn't pursue this but there's a door that's opened up um and just to ground this all a little bit because otherwise I I don't know like I say we have not all friendships are easy are they not all relationships are easy but by a long by a long shot um you know olivia will tell you she's married to me but <laughs> how long babe how long 18 years a round of applause for my wife i think <laughs> um So, for example, a relationship that's rubbish for me is with my dad. And it's been messed up for years from my childhood. It was rubbish. I've not seen him for years. And the last time I did was the first time I had seen him for years. And it was the first time I sat with him, not wanting to throttle him. I mean, physically, literally, throttle him because of the mess and carnage he caused in our family. I mean, it's horrific. I'm not going to, it's not poor old me time. I'm not doing that. I'm just saying that that's that's the background. And um, I, I email him the last few years i email him on his birthday because we don't talk uh, just to say happy birthday thinking of you and um and i don't really expect anything back and i don't get anything back and, it, and like i say this isn't poor old me at all but i feel like it does me good to do that I, you know it moves me a little bit but i'm not i'm past that i'm not expecting him to be daddy anymore it's okay but um it does me good because it keeps my heart soft towards him it keeps me from bitterness, and also I, I kind of wondered, you know, if I keep that door open, what can happen? What's the worst that can happen? Like, I wonder, wow, well, what, what, what could happen if God moved in His life and brought him back to where he was once, walking with God? Um, who knows? I don't know. God knows, but I, I want to do the little bit that I can do, uh, and and even though it's not easy, in some respects, um, you know, and, and I feel like. It, just, it strikes me God's not unused to broken relationships. You, you know, right at the beginning, he knew rejection from Adam, he knew rejection at the cross. Um, it's not unusual to God for relationships to be difficult. Um, Jesus quickly quick Jesus friendship examples because there's there's a few of them good aren't they Jesus he demonstrates friendship and the heart of the father really well um it, look, his first miracle he turned water into wine I find that funny it's amusing it's like he's saying of all the things he could do to reveal his divinity he's saying go on lads have a good time there you go enjoy yourselves I I, I it just really tickles me um and and like Peter Right, you get this, this story in, at the end of um, John, where it talks about he, he cooks a meal on the beach. Friends, have you caught anything? Knowing full well they haven't, and um, and they sort of reckon. Oh, and, and Peter gets it. Oh, it's Jesus. And the story. He basically says he puts on his outer garment and jumps in the sea. Now, I find that hilarious because how many of you put your coat on when you go swimming? And 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 just that verse in there, you think really god so the whole canon of scripture for eternity you've recorded that funny detail about peter that has no real theological value and it sort of makes me wonder i might be pushing it a little bit but is that some kind of cosmic banter is he sort of having a crack with peter going (laughs) and peter's like yeah i know that was me you know are they having a bit of a joke about it or what um and obviously okay so you know i won't just be silly but you get jesus you know greater love has no man and he lays down his life for his friends okay that's that's the ultimate example he just laid it all down for his friends and that's what i'm saying look the power of the kingdom he laid his life down so that we get the good of that and i, I feel god gives us that that opportunity you get it in uh, like 2 corinthians god's given us this ministry of what it's described as a ministry of reconciliation Okay, that Christ who had no sin, became sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God, that we can reach out to others, that we can show God, you know what, you're safe. Come home. Come home. So, if we zoom out of that big picture, we can see a nation changed. In the granary, we can see this city changed. And it starts one by one with friendships. Who knows what God can do? Um, really really briefly like there's a story in Acts which uh, I just love it and there's a background of persecution and hardship for the church they haven't got all the answers and and it says Philip visit Samaria there's no background of religion uh, nothing like that no precedent of the law but straight away they recognize you know what, what's on offer it, it, it's this, it's almost like revival comes People get set free on the back of Philip's ministry. They recognize the love, the grace, and the mercy. Look how moved in the miraculous. You know, the records we have of Philip, amazing things happen. He was clearly at home in the company of a powerful God. He was clearly comfortable in God's holy, powerful presence as a friend. And, And I wonder, if we grow in our friendship with God, if we grow in being comfortable, you know, I can be safe with a holy God. I can, be, I can be in his presence, and that's okay. God likes me. God likes me, and do you know what? And he likes others. And, and, and if we get that nailed, if we can be showing that to those around us, who knows, who knows what could happen? It, it, literally, anything can happen. So um, that's me, really. I think, so in summary, we get this, you know, God calls us friends just if nothing else know that you're loved this morning know God loves you and, uh, and being friends friends with God friends with others releases power so let's go out let's make more friends if we can work on the friendships we've got work on the ones that are difficult and you know on the back of that I, I, I fully believe we'll see a city changed we'll see our nation changed see what God will do um, so I'm going to pray. But i chanted on for a little while. Thanks for, for bearing with and um, not throwing any chairs at me. Uh, so can't have been too bad. Um, and, I, and there's just three kind of little bits that I wanted to pray for, really, because I'm conscious with all of us in the room that just and relationships are difficult. And um, and I, I just felt yesterday God particularly just wanted to say, I know. And for, for those who are having difficult times and fractured relationships, really, I just wanted to pray for you, really. I just felt God wants to meet with you this morning. So i just, Lord, would you do that? Um, Lord, would you do that? I pray, bring healing as, as only you can. And uh, bring fortitude and courage and wisdom to know safe boundaries. And God, we just... We, we give those to you. We give those relationships, those difficulties to you. Um, again, amen. And, um, and also, I just, obviously, it would be really remiss of me to not uh, offer the opportunity for those of you, do you know what, you might not feel like you're friends with God. Or you might feel, do you know I I don't know how to be friends with God. Grab someone, grab me, grab someone you know, grab any of these guys and and. Do you know Because any time offer offers the same to you, do you know what? There's, a, there's an offer, an invitation to you that is readily available, and um, make the most of it. You know, if He's speaking to you, don't ignore Him because it's the best thing. It's the best friendship you'll ever know. I, you know, I, I, I could I, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't begin to describe how good it is to be friends with God. Um, and finally, I, I just wanted to pray for us as a as a family together that we'd um go from here knowing we're sent sent people um you know like Isaiah his response wasn't it okay God uh, in in view of your holiness here I am and in view of the need here I am send me send me God so um yeah I just want to pray for us if you want to if you want to stand with me let's let's stand and, and do this and 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 let's and stand in faith, I don't, don't, don't stand just for the, because I said it, let's, let's stand in faith and expect God to stir us. Shall we, I just, um, I just, I'm so excited by you God, we, I guess we, we're here this morning because we're excited by you, that's why we come, and I, and I pray God that you'd move on us this morning afresh. God, I pray for every, every one of us that you'd stir our hearts afresh, uh, that you'd reveal more of your love to us, uh, that you'd show us uh, ways that we can love those around us. I pray, God, for fresh revelation of grace and mercy, uh, that you'd do a deep work in our hearts, that we'd love you all the more, that we'd be able to Love others, love those around us. Lord God, would would we be changed, Lord, that this city would be changed, that this nation would be changed. God, I pray, would you move on our hearts. Lord, would this nation turn back to you once more. Lord God, would you be seen for all that you are and all the good that you are. For the wonderful God that you are, Lord God, would you open our hearts to see you as you are. Would you open our mouths to be able to share you as you are? Free us from restriction. Free us from shame. Free us from the law, Lord God. Free us to be able to share you with those who don't know you as yet. Lord God, I pray you bless us as we go from here. Bless everyone that we come in contact with. God, may our faces shine like Moses. Lord God, would we be a blessed people. Blessed to bless, bless others. Amen. Amen.